Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, Boss Rush's Xbox podcast. I am your host, Jesse Douglas, and I am here today with Eddie V. It's just the two of us today. Just Eat. the two of us. Of us. <laughs> if, if we try, just the two, two of us. Oh, it takes two. Uh, well, that's the Rob Bates version I like, not the game. Yeah. Uh, hello, everybody. I was about to say E3 is... E3 has came and went. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was uh exciting E3. I I really must say. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there there you know, there's a little some lulls and and things, but like overall like, you know, as a whole, you know, they we we got to see some good good stuff, you know, uh-huh. like I'm like I'm really excited for the first time in in years for uh for Battlefield and and like you know and stuff like that even and like you know we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more in the show but um yeah like I like I remember you know I think it was last year the year before seeing Scarlet Nexus and, and last year. uh yeah and you know and I was I was interested I thought it looked really cool um but now like after after uh this stuff we've seen on the extended uh the xbox showcase extended stuff we really got a deep dive in scarlet nexus and i'm i'm excited for that game it which just is, looks so cool which is weird um because you would think bandai namco would have it but i think they yeah. did the, i think they did the nintendo thing where um and the reason why I say, I'm bringing up Nintendo is because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, A Plague's Tale Requiem, um, when they were normally shown, uh, yeah. they were shown in their separate shows. Uh, and they, yeah. they, none of them had the Nintendo Switch logo until yeah. the Direct K, and they showed that, like, it, it is coming to Switch. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, that's probably the... what... Yeah, that's I think one of that, those that's streaming though, isn't it? Is it? It's like it's a, a cloud. Yeah, yeah, it's a which, cloud. Which I have a I have a lot of thoughts about that. Um, but I, I'm I'm uh, just talking about the announcement, the way that it was yeah. announced. So because yeah. like Bandai Namco only have one game, so seeing it yeah. at this extended play um, explains yeah. why it wasn't at their E3 show. Yeah. Um, well, it's Scarlet Nexus, I believe. I, I guess I thought it was at the original uh, show, but but they just showed like a little they bit. Only, then, they only okay. they only did one game. Yeah, Bandai Namco only did one game. The only okay. thing they did was uh was House of Ashes, um, yeah. and that's the Dark Pictures anthology game. That's the only one they showed. And it was like oh, okay. it's yeah. They said it was like only ten minutes, so it's just like yeah. uh, that's that's why. Uh, See like Dragon Ball, Kaga- Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, and Nintendo's Direct, Scarlet, yeah. Scarlet Nexus, like a lot of their stuff that they could have put in their own shows. Bandai Namco didn't. They even yeah. well, I know Smash they can't do it because that's more under Nintendo's control. But yeah, yeah, it's just it was very weird that every that these other places had their games to market and left Bandai Namco with nothing. Who <laughs> barely yeah. basically? Yeah. Which they maybe they just felt like they wanted to only focus on the one thing, and they just didn't really want to set up a whole a whole show because yeah. because they you know like 
I think I think the thing is is you know like we're getting games obviously this year, but I feel like things that are ready to show off are are slim pickings between all you know all the companies really ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like I think you know like the with the pandemic just kind of putting a damper on some things uh like you know they just they i think they just didn't want to do too much showing things that that weren't really ready you know obviously microsoft had to because they've got a you know they've got to prove that that they've got a strong future you know for people who who want to get an xbox or do have an xbox you know, so they they had to show some you know some CGI trailers and things like that, just you know just to let people know that we have stuff coming and there is things to look forward to, you know. But mm-hmm. but I mean you know and like I I was talking with you about like you know like the like Nintendo you know like has had a has had a lot going on and they've had a lot to offer. And so, like, you know, they didn't really have a whole lot of proving themselves to do. Yes. You know, there's there's some things, like, that were left open, like, you know, like, whether there is a new console or whatever that I kind of wish they would have at least, like, said something about. But, again, if they don't feel like they're ready, you know, they're not going to do, do anything. And that seems to have been the, uh, the you know like one of the main things this year is i think they just a lot of a lot of companies a lot of the developers and and stuff just didn't want to show stuff too early because it because it's so it's such a weird place that that they're in that they they don't know you know when things are going to be done and if they're going to be done in time to be showing things so yeah it's it was yeah, it was a weirdy three, but at the same time, yeah, luckily there was a lot a lot of stuff to be excited about. But there, uh, we had our pride panel today. Uh, yeah, and we uh, I talked about the most disappointing thing of E three that is like collective, a hundred percent collective, and Grayson was just like, I already know what it is, and I was just like, it was Square Enix announcing Final Fantasy <laughs> collection for Steam and uh, mobile and. Everybody on every platform was disappointed. It was yeah. like it was around the world like upset. <laughs> it was just funny. Yeah, I mean Yeah, I, I don't know. I I was indifferent to the whole thing just because I mean, yeah, it, you know, from a standpoint of a gamer, it's like, yeah, who's who's gonna care about all that stuff being on mobile? I mean, it's not really it's not, you know, that's not really a platform that most gamers, uh, you yeah. know, are going to use. Yeah, it was, it was just the fact that people thought definitely they wanted it to kind of switch, but yeah. everybody's just like, let it come to every platform because pretty much like if you look at Game Pass, you got uh, it's most of the final, most of the final fantasy games are out, the modern ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, from from seven to fifteen, definitely for PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. And um, one through six, the old classic ones would have actually put out the whole series besides yeah. eleven, um, because eleven and thirteen. Well, thirteen is I think it's backwards compatible right wasn't, now. But wasn't the early one? Wasn't the early ones or some of the early ones on the NES Classic? 
Nope. Or anything? No. It was on. Okay. It was on Super Nintendo, but I think it was Final Fantasy three slash six. But okay. like one and two, one and two, I was never on it. Uh, four or five, they weren't on it neither. Yeah. Um, and okay. three wasn't on it. It was. I think it's Super Nintendo that had Final Fantasy three. Okay. Yeah, so. that that could be. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I. Honestly, though, like, in my opinion, the only thing I was really, really excited about or interested in at at that Square, Square Enix thing mm-hmm. was the uh, the um, the Final Fantasy spinoff game that oh, looks like uh, a, that looks like a Dark Souls kind of game, but but done in the Final Final Fantasy world. Stranger, Stranger of Paradise, Final yeah. Fantasy Arches. Yeah, that looks yeah. Or wait, I don't know if it was that one. There's yeah, that's maybe the, it that's, was. Oh, was, that was it? The, okay. Yeah, that's the that's... Kobe Tech, the Team Ninja one. Uh, okay. That got yeah, the yeah, okay. side demo out now. That okay. <laughs> I can I think for two days that it was broke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then but now it's playable now on PS5. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get into some housekeeping here really quick before we start the show. So I just I just wanted to let everyone know that um, if you haven't yet, definitely go uh, visit our website because we have so much stuff there, so many great shows and stuff for for people to check out. That like really, even if you're not even into games, like as much, um, there's there's plenty of stuff for people like that too. So definitely, you know, like if you you've checked that stuff out. Uh, tell friends i mean that's you know that's how we get we get found found by people is honestly just word of mouth so yeah but we you know we've got shows like the exp cast um wsd and beyond lore together uh tower casuals uh 1v1 our our interview show which you know is uh, again like i mean that you know we touch on game stuff in that a little bit but it's not so much about the games, more more about like just learning about different cool people around you know around the areas of gaming or music or you know comedy or whatever that we've interviewed. Um, there's Pow Block, our Nintendo podcast, which Ed hosts. <laughs> Crossroads, our PlayStation show. Um, they do an amazing job over there on that show. If you love uh, PlayStation, you definitely should be listening to that. And then, of course, we have our flagship podcast, Boss Rush Podcast. And then on top of that, as if that's not enough stuff to listen to, we also have over at our entertainment podcast area, Rope Talk, which is a wrestling podcast, Land Party, and trash talk, which is uh, is a sports, like a sports podcast, but it's it's for people who like aren't like super into the X's and O's of of sports. They you know they just have a fun time over there and and try to make it fun. So uh, d- definitely go check all that stuff out. Um, and it's and that stuff can be found on the website. And in your uh, podcast feeds of choice, you just got to basically search for most of those and, and they should pop up. So, all right, so let's let's get in into the show. So 
Actually, you know what? Let's. I was gonna leave it for for later, but we'll we'll stick to the the regular uh, doing what we've been playing in the beginning here because I've I've kind of been playing a little something that I've I've kind of been excited to talk about. But Ed, you want to go ahead and start? Okay, so for Xbox, because I'm, I'm gonna keep it uh, just Xbox. I have played. I, I've been playing stuff the first Switch and PlayStation, but uh, for Xbox, I started up Tunic as Sable um, to the to the guys. That's all their uh, free demo, and uh, they're good. Uh, Sable, I I because I'm playing on the Xbox One, and I know this is a demo. Um, I hope it gets patched. There's some mm-hmm. kind of weird frame rate issues going yeah. on with it on Xbox One. I don't know if it's smooth or Series X. Um, I kind of there's some things I kind of like I don't like about it, and it's um, there's a part where you gotta find parts for your scooter. Yeah, and you're supposed to put a, a pinpoint thing to navigate and mm-hmm. everything, but it don't it doesn't. The way that is 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 designed is that you gotta move this thing up and down. Well, you it really doesn't it really doesn't help when it it doesn't look right. Like with the way that you're zooming out and zooming in, like yeah. it would have been better just to be like highlight those points that you need to go and just put them on the map. Because the problem yeah. is the problem is is that if you don't mark those parts down um, because the person that's giving you the quest is just only showing you where, but it doesn't give you time to mark it or anything or highlight it. It mm-hmm. gets problematic when you need to actually go and find that piece um, yeah. in there. And it kind of feels... and at, at, There was one point in it where it feels like you got to do a mission within a mission. Um, mm-hmm. So when you're getting one of the car parts or motor or, or bike parts, I should say, you run into this little boy who wants you to get some beetles from. Well, that's a side mission that shouldn't be a part of what you was taxed with. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird, and I feel like this is this is going to be part of the game where they'll tell you they'll tell you things, but you got to market yourself and. Without no, not really no kind of map, because they don't give you a map in this demo, uh, for you to like, like to highlight, not highlight, yeah. but like pass through stuff. They don't really give you a map or anything. So yeah, they just have like a compass thing that that uh that you can make pop up where it looks like a hula hoop around you and shows you which direction to yeah. go towards. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like when you don't get anything that's directing you, you're you get lost because you can't ask the person who gave you the mission hey i need a reminder of where i need to go for this because because of the navigator thing being such being bad in this it it really gets hard to be like where do i need to go with this mm-hmm. so um i'm i'm still interested in playing sable i see that it has more of a kind of venture aspect and you do get like new powers and stuff like that when mm-hmm. you adventure but i i feel like this game is going to be a seven if i had to, if, when it comes out when it gets ready because i i i like where the what they're going for but i think there's going to be some gameplay problems that um need that should be addressed but i think by the time the game comes out they won't be addressed um yeah 
Tunic is fun. Uh, a, a little challenging here and there, but it's nothing too bad to uh, no. to get through. Uh, I think I think one of the problems that's going to be something with it is going to probably be the hit detection, because sometimes uh, when you're when you're swinging the sword and trying to hit them, uh, it doesn't hit them. Uh, and it may just be like the demo and stuff. And I know that some people are gonna probably play this like a Souls game because there's times where you have to roll back so you don't get hit because a lot of energy mm-hmm. that's taken off in it. Um, yeah. But it seems like it's gonna be a fun game when it comes out. Uh, that one probably would get an eight uh, when it does. Uh, so um, that's that's when I've been playing was. Um, Tell me why, and I couldn't understand it because I already beat it. Um, I was playing Tell Me Why certain chapters and stuff, so I could talk mm-hmm. about it on Talk the Walk uh, for Pride Month. Um, and this is still fun and everything. Getting a little bit of Mass Effect uh, Legend Legendary um, on uh, Xbox One. I was playing the first game and having a little bit fun up with it. I think I'm going to pop in uh, Far Cry Five. Uh, so I could finish it. I don't know me and you playing it uh, together um, mm-hmm. or anything. And I did pick up three new games. Uh, uh, that was like about five dollars each. Um, they're downloaded, and I don't got, but um, I didn't write them down. For, so I do apologize for that. Um, I'm literally right now charging my battery. Oh, Quantum Break is what I'm supposed to be playing on Xbox. Oh, I'm gonna okay. go. Yeah. I'm going to play it on easy. I already beat it. I play it on easy so I could get like, uh, I'm going to try to get the collectibles that I miss. And I kind of just want to just revisit that game because it's been a while and I haven't played it on my big TV on the 4K sets. So I want to see kind of how it looks because uh, it's probably some detail that I miss when I when I look at the game. It's still, kind of Quantum Break still looks good to this very day. I think it's one of still one of Xbox's uh top games for the Xbox One. Um along with Forza and Ori. I, I still and, and Halo Five. Um I think uh Quantum Break is still a great game. Um you know yeah. to play. So uh, yeah, but I, I Yeah, but, I'm I'm kind of with you. Like I you know and I think we've talked about this before. It's like I, I absolutely love the heck out of control, but uh-huh. but Quantum Break is still for me the full package. Like, like it, I I like I like everything about Quantum Break. You know, like even even I know like some people have had some you know some uh, things that they didn't really care for about it, but I I really liked it, and I like you know I've said this before. But like, and I think we both felt this way is we would love mm-hmm. to see a TV, like an actual full on TV show of that. Yes. Of that. Or even like a movie, like, you know, like, I think it would be an amazing uh, thing. I mean, heck, they could, you know, like, the, that's the cool thing about like all their games that they've been making is like they honestly, that's all that stuff could be adapted into like their own uh, comic book universe. Like, I think that would be really cool, too, to, like, get, you know, like, the whole Alan Wake and, and all those... De- like, Alan Wake alone could, could you know, have a, an ongoing uh, well, they are, uh, are, comic they, series. They're all in the same universe. Yeah. All the remedy, yeah. like, Alan Wake, Control, and uh, Quantum Break are all in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, w- it would be really cool. Like, yeah, just... Uh, 
because I, you know, I just loved, yeah, with Quantum Break where they did the, they tried the whole TV show stuff. And I know some people didn't really care for that, but, mm-hmm. but like, I, I, I thought it was a really cool part of it because I loved just getting that break to just kind of sit and just watch something for a little bit and take a break from the game and, and like really, really get immersed into what's going on and all that stuff. I, I really liked it a lot. Yes. So, but all right. Um, yeah, for, for, um, for me, I, I played Sable and, uh, and, uh, Tunic as well. And, like yeah, like with Sable, there was definitely there's some you know there's some little bugs and and issues here and there that I ran into. Um, I actually I actually tweeted out the video of the bug that I had found. Like literally the the second the game started and I could control my character, I just kind of ran forward and I jumped right at this big face thing that's there in the beginning of the game. Yeah, uh, in this cave and all of a sudden started climbing on it and i'm like oh cool this is cool you know like it's got the whole like breath of the wild you can climb on literally anything and everything yeah you know and um so i did that and i climbed and i like lifted myself up on the edge of the the character's nose and then i jumped forward and then all of a sudden next thing i knew i was behind the face thing stuck in a in a um in a little room that I could not get back out of. I had to reset the game, you know? So I took, I I was like, well, that's weird. Like literally within the first couple of seconds, I broke the game. And so then I'm like, I wonder if I can re redo that again. And so sure enough, I it took a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. I just, for whatever reason, I got really, really lucky that I just went right through the, the, uh, the glitch right away in the beginning the first time. But I did get it to happen, and I recorded it, and then I just kind of posted it and uh, linked it the um, the teams and stuff that are working on that game. Just you know, like I didn't wasn't I wasn't trying to be like, you know, like putting the game down or anything. I just said, hey, you know, just a friendly little, you know, like a little thing for you in case you guys didn't you know catch this glitch or whatever. And I was looking, and there was some other people who've uh, who've you know, kind of just tagged them and said, Hey, you know, there's this glitch or that glitch, just trying to help them out. You know, like the, you know, that hopefully they can maybe catch some of that stuff before the full, the full game comes out. Um, which is really cool because I, if I remember correctly, they're a very small, uh, team that's making that game. Um, because there's, I know there's a couple of those games like that, that are really, really small teams. Mm-hmm. Cause like I think Tunic is like a team of like like five or eight or something like that making that or something I don't I don't remember but so yeah but I like yeah it was an it was interesting and like the it's definitely a different style of art that I haven't seen really before in a game like it's it's very abstra- abstract like it's just really a weird interesting you know like art style. Um, it's, and I I really like it. It's that that thin line boldness, um, yeah. Kind of kind of artwork. There's been some games that use it, but not so many. Um, yeah. But and they're all been like indie games that use it. Yeah. So yeah, like I I mean I did enjoy what I was playing uh 
a little bit but yeah I, there's definitely some things that like just will i think need a little a little help oh god i don't want to start doing that again <laughs> the yawning but uh that just need a little help you know a little bit more polish or a little bit more uh you know looking at you know like you were mentioning i i didn't have too much problem with the with the the finding my my way around stuff but i but i do see what you're talking like i do understand what you're talking about like there is a you know like there could be a little bit more to that um because i if i remember correctly i thought you could open up a menu and then you can pick which uh which um thing you want to target uh, uh to to you know have the the thing show up on your on your map or, or not on your map but on your you know like your compass thing that that you can pull up sometimes uh, yeah sometimes depending on what mission you select it'll come up and show you it'll have like a something but with these car part ones they're not it's not coming up oh okay yeah maybe who knows that that could honestly just be maybe uh uh like a bug or something too yeah i hope because, so yeah so but yeah like uh, you know i i definitely though tunic out of the two though tunic is the one that i absolutely just like right away i i fell in love with like i'm i'm all in on this game like it like i just like i like that the whole game is like uh, is puzzle solving like right from the beginning like there's areas you can't that you think you can't get to, but you've just got to figure out a way to get around the fact that you don't have the tools to get to where you need to. And trying to figure all that stuff out, I think, is a really cool. And I I like that it, there's no hand holding and stuff. And and yeah, like this game, it looks like a total just a complete kids game, but it mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a lot more complex than than it looks you know at first glance and and like they're they're just doing some really fun stuff with it that i've really been enjoying so um yeah i did i didn't like i don't think i hundred percented the uh the demo but i i finished it like i got to the point of where it like you know like ends and then and then it brings you back to the main menu so but um, I really enjoyed it. You know, I sat down and and just uh, like focus on that one day. So, so yeah, I, I've been playing that. And then um, uh, with all the stuff we've been getting with Halo, I've been jumping back into multiplayer on Halo Five and just been having so much fun playing that. Uh, I'm just ready. I'm ready for some uh, more multiplayer games because like uh like mostly all i play right now is uh fortnite you know like because i can play that with friends or with uh with you know my my kids or whatever occasionally Mm -hmm. but but i'm i'm just getting burned out on that game like you know like it's i mean don't get me wrong i have fun playing it but it's just like i want to change it up a little bit it's kind of boring sticking to the same same game so so yeah, I've been playing Halo uh, multiplayer, and uh, I just love that. I just can't wait for uh, <laughs> for Halo Infinite's uh, multiplayer to come out, and with it being you know free to play, like I know that that 
basically if anyone that I that I know that has an Xbox will be able to play it. So, so are they just put, cross gen? Are they just put it out for people to just download? Yeah. Yeah, it, they're they're doing the same model essentially as the Warzone stuff for Call of Duty, where but, where. But if you buy, a, but if you buy the game, it's included also. Yeah, I mean on the disc, yeah, I'm sure it's included, but but yeah, but I mean you can, but you can just download it, you know, buy it. I'm guessing it's gonna be a thing where where they'll they'll give you the option if you buy the game. Mm-hmm. To download it, but um, I think I think it's gonna kind of you know they're gonna do that thing of letting people decide like you have to say that you want to download the multiplayer, um, otherwise it will only download the uh, the campaign because the you know to save save space uh, for saves and stuff like that and. So if if people don't want to play the you know the multiplayer right away, they can always just download the campaign, and then once they finish that, erase the campaign and go get the multiplayer. So uh, I've had a long day today, <laughs> but but yeah, so I I'm um I'm just really looking forward to that. We've and we'll again we'll talk about it more in the show here about the Halo stuff. Um, Cause you know we can actually, yeah. Because I mean that's all I've been playing. So why don't why don't we just get into that then? So, all right. So we had E3, and then the extended showcase, um, which was hosted by Paris Lilly, and and I don't know about you, but I thought thought he did like a a phenomenal job on that show. Like it yeah, was he did. so it was so good. Like yeah, he, he did, did such a great job on that. Um, so, so yeah, essentially what it was, if, if you hadn't, haven't watched it or, or haven't, uh, listened to it, definitely go check it out. But, um, so essentially what they did is they took the time to, to like show us some more extended, like, um, stuff about some of the games that they may have shown at at the E3 show mm-hmm. and then there was also some stuff that they kind of felt didn't really fit the E3 uh proper show and so they wanted to kind of just show it here at the extended thing and kind of you know and have a just have its own kind of little thing to to talk about stuff it's kind um, of their version of the treehouse yeah somewhat I mean, it it was still kind of a showcase, but it was yeah. like yeah, but it was like they they also yeah did some a little bit of deep dives. Um, I'm not gonna touch on every single game and stuff that was there. Um, I kind of wanted to pick some stuff that like, well, that not only I was interested in, but like also like you know things like Scarlet Nexus. Like I I feel like most most people because it's for all consoles it's going to be for mm-hmm. all consoles like you know and most xbox shows i don't think are really gonna focus on that too much but but i i really enjoyed enjoyed it but um yeah there some of the stuff that we won't really talk about were just like uh like little add-on things that were kind of just you know stuff we kind of already knew about um but 
So yeah, like first off, uh, we'll ju- I'll start with the Halo. Halo. Uh, so all this all this week, we've gotten a couple a couple uh, info dumps or or like videos uh, going in depth on uh, like the multiplayer and stuff like that for Halo Infinite. And uh, they so like they they had a a thing where they did a deep dive on the multiplayer, which the I think that video was released like Wednesday or Tuesday or, or something. It was mm-hmm. like in the beginning of the week, and then they showed some more and talked some more uh, during this extended showcase thing about the the uh, Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer and. Um, me personally, like like I said, like I watching all this stuff, I was just like, I I've got to play Halo now, like so I've been just going back and you know, like I said, going back to Halo Five and playing multiplayer because I'm just like I'm so ready for this. But uh, what what were your thoughts on kind of like the stuff that they talked about and and uh like you know like they're we're we're getting some new vehicles that are much more uh used for like like carrying weapons and things mm-hmm. like that so you can kind of almost like like if they're like if they have like a big battle going on you can kind of like throw a whole bunch of weapons on on the truck and then like park that truck over by wherever you're going to go to battle and everyone grabs stuff off of it and just start working together to, to, you know, like in the fight and they have like cool things like that, that they're doing. And obviously, you know, the stuff that we've already seen are new about like the, the hook shot and stuff like that. And then, um, during this, they also talk about the, uh, about like, well, they talked about during a couple of the videos about the game, the the battle pass type stuff that they're doing. Um, I was really excited about that because they're doing something that like none none of these uh, ba- like uh, games that have battle passes are doing. Where if let's say you buy the game like three four months after it's been out like for mm-hmm. whatever reason you just couldn't get around to round to it or you wanted to wait until you got a series x or a series s or something and you missed that for that first battle pass that that they had released when the game came out and and that one's done and now the second one started well at any time, no matter when you join the game or start playing it, you can go back and you can buy those battle passes that you missed to unlock all the loot that those gave you. So, like, like none of this, like, Fortnite where it's either you get this thing now or you'll never see it again or it could be, you know, a year or two before you can buy this or you've got to buy it in the store or, you know, like all the, all these things where it's just very, very much about, you know, trying to, to get people to spend their money, you know, Mm -hmm. making them think that it's rare and it's, and it's, you know, like they're not going to do any of that, that, you know, trying to trick people into, you know, spending their money because in my opinion that's kind of like it's kind of the same as gambling like that that it's very easy i think for someone to get addicted to that like oh if i don't get it now 
you know, like I'm, then I'm never going to get it kind of thing. It, it, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not a healthy practice in my opinion. Um, so like, it was just kind of nice to see that they're going a little bit more user friendly with some of that stuff and making it where, where you can kind of pick and choose what you want. Um, and not forcing you to have to have their battle pass every single week, you know, and yes. be be playing it every single day to make sure that you don't miss out on something. So, um, but yeah, so so yeah, Ed, what were what were your thoughts on what what you've seen so far? Um, it looks very entertaining. Um, I like the fact that they're doing a twelve versus twelve, uh, yeah. battle. Uh that they gave you more options in open area to uh you know if you want to hop in this vehicle go and take care of the sniper and then go and help the other team and stuff i i love the fact that um that is more you know it looks like it looks well put together and it looks like it's going to be a chaotic but everybody is working together to achieve that goal um and then seeing uh the capture the flag and hearing that that samurai outfit uh that you can unlock for free yeah uh in the game so that's that's really nice to hear uh about it uh seeing it once again all the like i said the shooting the jumping the gameplay uh like the way that you grab the sword and things like that it looks really interesting it still looks good um, and I think a lot of Halo players are excited for this. Um, yeah. So it it was a good, it was a really good uh, impression um, from what they show. Yeah, yeah. They they doubled down on the on the uh, customization too. Like you can have prosthetic legs, you can have prosthetic arms, you can have you know like the and each like individual piece of like your arms, your legs, your head, mm-hmm. your you're like all that stuff you can completely you know change and have different pieces uh to all those things and like and like you said like they they said right out like we're not we're not going to we're not going to lock every single cool thing that that people really want behind the battle pass either like the battle pass is going to be for the people who who are collectors and want to, you know, have a whole bunch of variety, but the, the, you know, a lot of the cool things like that samurai, uh, outfit and stuff, like there still will be some really cool things that you can unlock without the pain for the battle pass, uh, just for playing the game, you know, like, and yeah, I, I just really like that they kind of focused on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I think in this this you know time and day like where it's it's too easy for some of these companies to go crazy with that stuff like it it was nice to see that they're taking a little bit more tamer approach to it and and just you know like trying to be as fair about it as they possibly can so. but it but it makes sense because they're offering you uh, they're offering you a gameplay mode for free, mm-hmm. you know, and so 
in yeah. order for them to monetize out of it, they're offering these battle passes for people who just really wanted a multiplayer, and they know that if you want more out of it, yes, give us some coins, yeah. <laughs> some money, and you would get the same thing as everybody else. Because I don't think Game Pass players are getting anything uh, besides uh, the game and the multiplayer. They're not getting the battle pass. You know, that's... Yeah, all I, I, I'm I some... have a... Okay. I have a feeling I have a feeling there there might be some discounts there. I could see you that getting I could see. I could see you getting the battle pass at a discounted price because you have Game Pass. Game Pass, yes. Um, I, I can see that. So, so you know, like I'm sure there'll be perks in there. Like I'm sure there'll there'll also be perks where where they they could even do do where you know like in the the um the section that that you have the you know like all the different things you can do to to get microsoft points and stuff i'm sure they might even have stuff in there where if you you know like you level up your battle pass you know like you can get like like 2000 or or 3000 uh you know microsoft points or something you know that you can then trade in for for money, you know, real money or Microsoft money or whatever, you know, like I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of different things they could do to, to kind of like get, you know, like give benefit people who have game pass. But yeah, I mean that, you know, obviously we'll have to wait and see for a lot of that, but, but yeah, like, you know, and, and if you if you're a fan you know of the franchise and you know like have played played it and stuff and you know that like they always put a lot of work into trying to make new new levels mm-hmm. for multiplayer yes and, you know and they they don't they don't really charge you to get those new maps a lot of the times they just they you know they they make them and then and then you get them you know in the in the gameplay stuff without having mm-hmm. to really pay for it. So, I mean, yeah, like it's, it's basically yeah, a way to, to support them, to continue to support the, the hard work that they do, you know, like yes. getting that battle pass while, while in turn also getting stuff that benefits you as well. So, yes. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that, for that game just in general, but. All right, so the next thing, uh, the Game Pass extending beyond what we already have or know, or knew, I should say. So on, on the, the uh, showcase extended, they, they talked about uh, Game Pass. Uh, moving forward, it's going to, in the future here, I think pretty soon, uh, it, they're going to be switching over to Series X hardware, uh, backing the games that you're playing. So, so Game Pass, when you when you have it, you will be playing the Series X versions of everything that you that's in Game Pass. Like, you know, like unless it doesn't have, a, uh, you know, a Series X patch, which mm-hmm. I feel like most stuff at this point does. Like, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of the things that that really, really, you know, matter. And I mean, they're always working on that. But the coolest thing that they said is that 
that goes for people who have an Xbox One as well. So if you if you have an Xbox One and you know like with it being hard to find a Series X, um, and you have Game Pass and you're like, oh, this sucks because I only get you know, to play the Game Pass games that are only for the Xbox One. Well, that won't be the case anymore. Like, you won't be able to obviously download those games onto your console and play them off of your console like you like you can with the Xbox One Game Pass games. Mm-hmm. But you'll be able to play the streaming version of those games through your Xbox One. So you don't need an Xbox Series X to be able to play these games at their best looking quality. So so that that was pretty big like when they when they said that that you were going to be able to basically use the the Game Pass uh cloud gaming uh from your Xbox One mm-hmm. and be able to play the Series X versions of games through your Xbox. So, so that, that's a big, that's a, you know, and, and it's, it's a smart move because I mean, that way they're not really cutting off all of their fan base, you know, like all the people who, who bought Xbox ones who, you know, may not be able to afford a series X right now, or it's not that they can't afford, you can't find one. (laughs) Well, no, but I'm, that's what, and that's what I was getting to is like, I mean, you do have people I'm sure that just you know even if they could find one can't afford it right now or you know i mean there's a lot of people who you know were laid off for a long time during the pandemic who yeah. i'm sure like are you know like pretty effed <laughs> you know but uh so you know it's just it's just going to be a, a kind of a neat neat way for people to not feel left out um ascent you know like they they won't have to feel left out for for very long here um because yeah it's it sounds like it's it's a thing that's going to be happening sooner than later but uh but yeah i don't i don't remember if they they gave a specific date on that or not i'm assuming that they'll probably do it in august like if they don't do it by the end of the month, or probably by next month, I think it's gonna be in August because they're gonna start it with Psychonauts too. I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the thing, you know. You've got, you know, which I don't, I don't really have on our thing, but you know, they showed and talked more about about Horizon uh, Five, you know, Forza Horizon Five, uh, some more in this, and you know, like kind of just they they talked about about like why they picked mexico uh and stuff like that as the as the place for it to be set and you know and they kind of went into depth about that um but yeah i mean a lot of those games like that people are going to want to play that series x version Mm -hmm. of it and and if they can do it you know streaming through through a console that can hardwire into the you know into their uh router or whatever and give them the best you know possible experience as far as you know any kind of lag or or connection issues like that that's going to be the best way to do it anyways so um yeah i it's it's just it's really cool i think i think we've kind of like speculated that something like this would maybe happen 
you know, I think we've been kind of saying that since the beginning that we think that eventually someday that you'll be able to play the newer, you know, better looking games off of your old hardware. But we never, we never really knew for sure. You know, I think that at the time that just was kind of like a, a wishful thinking thing. Yeah. But, but it, it was cool for them to say, yeah, like, you know, like TVs, all that stuff. No, but, but you also like, we don't want to, uh, you know, leave you out because you have old hardware. You can still use that old hardware to play new, new games, which is really cool. So. Or, well, or yeah. I, I should say, or that version of the game, in case of yeah. it, like, of it's something that came out for Xbox One, uh, yeah. along with Series X. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, is there anything more about that that you wanted to touch on at all? No, not really. Uh, I think it's cool. Uh, yeah, and that, that's all I can say because <laughs> it's, right. it's it's Game Pass. Yeah. All right, and the next thing that I put on here, um, because Ed, you you know, like we we had a pretty full uh, E3 cast uh, yeah. to you know on that Sunday. Um, so I, I some of the stuff I kind of just put on here because I, I also I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on some things. Um, so uh, they did show you know and talk a little bit more of, about the Sea of Thieves. Uh, uh, crossover with Disney's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and they kind of went into a little bit more detail on that as well during this extended uh, showcase thing. And um, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes and where, you know, like what kind of like if the if this is gonna like really bring like an actual big chunk of of like narr- narr- uh, narrative driven like like co co-op kind of story mode like to the to this game um and like and they they also talk that they're they're all about trying to bring more and more uh cool things to to sea of thieves but um but yeah what what were your what were your thoughts on on the sea of thieves stuff that you've seen so far uh, i think it's cool um i'm surprised that it's free and I'm surprised yeah. that like Disney teamed up with Microsoft to make this happen, and um, it looks like it's going to be a fun ride. I I still got to update my game for it, uh, and, yeah. and I can't wait to like give it a try and see what it all offers and stuff. Because it looks like Sea of Thieves is now, of course, appealing to the Microsoft uh, fan base, but now it's like working to get uh, it, it's working to get like everybody on the platform to play and everybody yeah. onto this game whether you got it on game pass or you thinking of buying the game digitally or physically um that's very attractive definitely when we talk about xbox doesn't kind of have like a market for e for everyone um yeah. this is a good start for them to get into it to be like hey you know if you guys want to play a fun setting game, we got this, and we got the well-known series franchise, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, that you and your friends could play, but also you and your kids could play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, now we just need now we just need a Goonies crossover. Oh, that's not about <laughs> to happen. No, I know, but I can I uh, a boy can wish. <laughs> I would love that. 
Shoot, but, a, lot, uh, a lot of people will be lost and be like, what the heck is the Goonies? And then you have to show them the movie to help them understand. Hey, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know all the Goonies. I still love that yeah. movie. I still watch it. Uh, uh, but, like, people who don't know about that, that franchise, they'll be like, oh, okay. It's still such a good movie. That movie still holds up today. Like, I, I watch it at least, like, once or twice a year. I I just absolutely love that movie. It's one of my favorite 80s yes. 80s movies. Um All right. So the next thing we got was like a I don't know what what you'd really call it is like a mix of like Hellblade 2 kind of stuff mixed with like what the the developers have kind of been doing technology-wise uh to to do things on that game um but but yeah and some key wording when they were talking about hellblade is they 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 had mentioned something about uh working on trying to get a little chunk of the game created uh for people to kind of uh like get get a little taste of the experience and so I started to think, ooh, I don't know that we're going to get this game until, like, maybe the end of next year or the beginning of 2023 at the earliest. I think it's going to be next year, fall, uh, or a little bit into the summer. Because I think Hellblade, when it originally came out, was in August. Yeah. on ps4 so i think we'll probably get the same kind of deal that it'll be ready to come out next year around august or september um, hopefully i don't i'm i'm not i'm not too uh i'm not too sure about that just i don't know just the way they talked about it it just well, did not seem like it was as far like it's very far along well that's a that might that's a lot of things about even with PlayStation and Microsoft, is that when we see these trailers, we don't know how far along they're into it. And so when they keep saying nothing, or they be like, yeah, we just started, or we're doing this in the process, then you should know or respect that, yeah, this game is not coming out to to a couple of years. Um, Which, which, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like, it doesn't make me upset per se that, mm-hmm. that to think that it's going to be a lot later till this comes out it just you know like it's just like kind of like a bummer it's but but at the same time i want them to take all the time that they need till they feel like this game is 100% ready you know like because yeah. because i I, as long, you know, along with them, want it to just be, like, the best experience that, you know, that we can get. And if that means that it's going to be, you know, another year and a half till it comes out, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. It's going to be, what are they doing on Unreal Engine 5? And if Unreal Engine 5 is that good and, and, you know, they're not going to say spectacular, but if it's that good where this... Uh, engine really does cut down production time. Yeah, 
everybody's first game with Unreal Engine 5 should take a couple of years or should take some time and some delays because you're trying to find out what the engine is about and learn all yeah. the tricks and the tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. So when your second game come out, you could cut that um, development time uh, for a bit because you know how to run the engine. And I think that's what Ninja Theory is doing with Hellblade 2 uh, since it's going to be on Umbra Engine 5. They got to learn it. Don't forget, Ninja Theory is not it's not it's not knowledgeable in engine. You know, uh, like, but like, but they're stuck because they have it software. Um, Yeah. uh, Three four three studios is make they they're brilliant they built their own engine to make yeah. Halo Infinite and you know yeah. and um the people who made Gears they came from Epic so yeah. they have a history of how to work with a engine they're the technical yeah. ones yeah Ninja Theory is more of the special effects and storytelling of yeah. uh and and gameplay also. Of mm-hmm. a design studio, so yeah. um, with us knowing that they're doing Hellblade Five, uh, not Hellblade Five, sorry, Hellblade Two on Unreal Engine Five, I could see 2023, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt of 2022 because they announced it yeah. so early. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think, I'm just, I'm cautioning, I'm cautioning, <laughs> like, you know, just trying to you know not think that it's going to come out earlier i guess so just just to so when i do get the announcement that it that it's coming sooner than i'm ho- that i'm mm-hmm. thinking i'll be more excited but but think, yeah like oh i was oh, go gonna say i think more people will be relaxed once official gameplay comes out there's yeah. going to be hype and excitement and then they'd be like, okay, you can now take your time because you guys really are working it. It's looking impressive. And so once you guys get it ready to announce a date, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, and and that yeah, there was a couple of things, uh, you know, on the E3 too, like where we only just got cinematic cinematic trailers. But but I, like, you know, like I was, I was fine with that to a certain extent where it didn't didn't get me excited really for any game per se mm-hmm. because they didn't really show any but like uh you know like like the one with the vampires where you got you had the cast of uh different characters that was animated and you know and they're fight they're uh hunting the vampires and stuff mm-hmm. like i really liked those characters you know like and and to me, that's that's all I needed to know for now is that like, okay, I, I have an idea of the character and the humor direction that they kind of want to go at the game. Yes. And that's good enough for me now. But like, I do want to see some actual game, you know, like this stuff actually in action in the game. But, um, but it didn't, you know, it doesn't really got me excited for any kind of game yet because we didn't see any, but. It's kind of it's kind of been the same with you know with with a couple of things we've seen, but but yeah, the Hellblade two though is is one I I know we're both like really looking forward to because just seeing you know like just the little little clips and things of of stuff and just kind of knowing that that this game is going to be quite a bit more um, like 
you know, it's going to be, it seems like a way bigger game. Um, I'm, I'm just really excited to, uh, to, you know, go on the journey again, Mm -hmm. uh, through, through this game, because that first one is still just, which I, I I need to power through it. I think I'm going to start it over again. It's just straight power through it. Take two days and get through the whole game. Cause I, I haven't beaten it yet, and it's yeah. on my backlog list to be for Xbox. Yeah. Rephrase that. My backlog to be on Xbox and PlayStation 4, and I still got to buy the the Switch version. That's how good <laughs> I love this game. And, and, and one of the reasons why I got it on PlayStation 4 and I got it on Xbox One was because of Ninja Theory. So yeah. uh, the research that they was doing with it, and I just felt like it was a great cause, and you know, to be able to contribute that by a purchase of a game, and then the game actually be a phenomenal, outstanding game, is yeah. one of the best from Ninja Theory. I, I I will put that money down. I'm sad. I'm sad that I didn't get a physical for Switch, but <laughs> I will take what I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm well, and I'm. I can't wait to learn more about Project Mara too, their other game that they're working on, because it's, it's supposed to take place in the, like one little building the whole entire game, and it's again it's focusing on, uh, you know, like it's focusing on uh, depression and you know mental, men, you know, having like the mental issues and things like that 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 people face. Um, and, you know, and, and kind of an experiencing that in a different kind of way, you know, so yeah, they've talked about it and I watched like the dev, uh, blog or, uh, dev diary stuff and all that. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's really looking interesting. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to hear more about that too. Yes. Um, all right. And so the other, the next one I picked was, uh, Scarlet Nexus. They did an amazing deep dive on this game. Like they like everything almost that you could want to know about this game or, you know, like learn about it, whether mm. it's something for you. Like, I feel like they just did a really good job of just really digging deep into this game and, and you know, giving people um, a little glimpse into their heads of of where they were coming when they the de- designed the map to like why why things look the way they do you know like what you know what your characters are there to do and you know like th- they just did an amazing like like seriously if you have not watched this and you have any kind of interest in scarlet nexus definitely go check out that deep dive because mm-hmm. it was amazing um yeah, because like seeing that that deep dive just put me over the edge of being interested in that game to just absolutely being excited to experience that that world because it just looks amazing, and like I just love how they like because like I've said this before I'm not super big into the whole cell shading stuff, but. I really like how they they figured out a way to put a cell shaded character into a world that that's supposed to be more photorealistic, and and they do a deep dive on talking about 
about how he how he made that happen and like and how he he wanted to try it and wasn't sure if it was going to work and you know and and how like it it turned out really perfect that game just is just a masterpiece looking game in my opinion just from an art standpoint it looks awesome but uh what what did you think about about all the stuff that we've kind of got on this game Oh, I, I was already going to buy Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. Like ever since I seen the first trailer, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a day one purchase. Um, yeah. I do like how they just break everything down, how the game looks, and I can't wait to play more. Um, for it, uh, I was I was actually shocked that they actually did a deep dive on here because it tells me now that, because uh, I think it's coming out real soon. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's I, coming out. It's coming out next week. I thought I think it's the twenty fourth or fifth. I thought uh, of this month. Um, maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, so. I, yeah. Yeah. I can look it up if you want to talk about. Uh, I I got it right here. Oh, do you? The Nexus. Yeah. Um. Do, yeah, I do, think it do. comes out in a week or two. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's uh. Yeah, next Friday. Okay. Hey, everything is dropping next Friday. Yeah, That's I know crazy. so much. We've got so many games Dude, coming so, this year. So get <laughs> so get crap. so for Ugh. anyone who's watching this, we got we have Scarlet Nexus. Tony Hawk's uh, Skater 1 and 2 coming to Switch. Mario Golf coming to Switch. Like, we got three games already on the 25th, all on next Friday. That's crazy. And and I'm pretty sure there's more than that. I think there's a couple more that are coming out within the week or so that I I just can't think of off the top of my head right now. But It may be indie, but yeah, Scarlet Nexus is definitely a big thing because that's the... I think that's the... That's kind of the next Xbox release, yeah. Uh, um, for Xbox One and Series X, or just Xbox in general, I think that's the latest game that's coming to the platform. Yeah, well, and you know, and like you were mentioning, uh, you know, being kind of surprised, you know, like uh, how much they did, but like you know, I I think I think we're slowly, you know, we're slowly seeing some of this this payoff of of phil spencer really trying to to let let these you know japanese uh developers and stuff know that that he is interested in having their stuff be you know like um celebrated on the Mm -hmm. xbox you know on xbox's uh consoles and you know and everything and like and like it just really was cool to see this just because it's you know it's something we're used to seeing on like a on Nintendo's or or on PlayStation's uh showcases or whatever but like we're not used to getting like a full on like you know like straight up everything's in Japanese and you yeah. know and they're talking about the game kind of stuff like it it was just really cool to to you know get to see them be excited about this game and stuff and and i really hope that people who have xbox 
like show their support for this game, you know, because it like I think that really matters, you know, it's 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 a small step, you know, that part of the small steps that we've been seeing where we're getting more and more like of the Final Fantasy games and you know, and more Japanese developed games on Game Pass and stuff like that, like the Yakuza and and stuff like that, but it's it's just really cool and and honestly like if you like games like uh like um i would say near automata or or like like bayonetta or those kind of games i feel like like scarlet nexus is going to be that kind of game that people who like that kind of stuff are gonna enjoy yes. because i'll be honest it it kind of reminds me of near uh, uh automata so I like it, it had feels of it like that like remind me of that game a little bit but but yeah so I'm I'm excited for that game I'm I'm just really looking forward to that and yeah we don't have to wait very long it'll be a yeah. couple of days after you listen to this show so yeah I think I'll be uh by picking it up when I pick up Mario Golf um yeah uh Friday yeah I I definitely want to get Mario Golf too <laughs> but uh all right the next thing i put on here was the design labs are back like uh, those some of those uh controller designs that they had sitting up on that table uh, I yeah like, i want that <laughs> yeah like they, they added those couple of new colors that they had on those new the new uh controllers that they released a little while back so yeah, I'm ex- I, like I I think this I'm finally gonna eventually here make make my own. But I uh, yeah. we had a feeling that it was gonna come back after they yeah. stop yeah. production. I was just like they stopped it for Xbox One. They'll be back for Series X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone everyone figured that was probably the case. But yeah, it was just, it was just cool getting to see see some of the you know some of the new designs and now it's got that that you know it's it's an actual series series x or series controller Mm -hmm. i should say so it's got the now i now i will say for some of the people who've been like putting up colors from nintendo games and other stuff they do not look good on design lab like you really got to and I'm not saying I'm not saying it's the person, it's the color combo. And I yeah. think some people really need to study color and design so they can understand that when you go in and you make your design lab controller, that it looks raw. That you really the money that you're putting in, that it looks tight. Because sometimes I, I looked at some of them and I was just like, this looks like a third party thing that just they just do some colors. This doesn't look right. Uh, so yeah. I think some people need to like study some color patterns, look at some movies, uh, mm-hmm. like look at some designs, uh, uh, some design techniques or something about color, and mm-hmm. make sure, or even test your colors out on a custom creation thing for a video game, so that when yeah. you do make your design lab, that it looks nice. Because I looked at some of them that people were making. Um and try to show all to be like oh this is my this is my inspiration of mm-hmm. this controller for this game it looks terrible it looks just like that doesn't look right at all yeah I think I think and and like honestly it can just be 
a matter of switching like you can stick with the colors that you picked but you've but you've just got to figure out the right combination is it the the sticks that need to be this color instead mm -hmm. of the actual you know surface of the controller or or is it this thing that needs to be that color instead of this you know like i because like when i was going through trying to make one that was like you know influenced by my my uh my love of the tennessee titans mm -hmm. um you know like uh, i had to you know mess around with it a little bit <laughs> i think i spent like an hour or something for something I didn't even end up buying, but I was I was just trying to you know mess around with it and see, you know what kind of like color schemes I could mix around to make it. But yeah, it's so it's yeah. There, I think I think that's the thing though is yeah. It's sometimes you may have the right colors that you want. Yeah, but it's just a matter of picking what pieces are what color. You know, because some of them, if they're too overpowering, you know, where there's more of that color than the other one, it can just be too much. Yes. Yeah. So, I, like, I, yeah, I completely, I completely get that. But it's, yeah. And what's cool about that is you, yeah, you can literally go on the website and you can actually see what it's going to look like with each piece that you pick and, and you can mix it around and change it up to see what you know what looks better for you so the next yeah. thing that we got was a nice deep dive on uh psychonauts 2 and man like i i'm excited for this game like yeah. i i've played the first one not not all of it i haven't finished it um i actually started it more recently because mm -hmm. you know with everything going on and i just kind of wanted to see and I like, I like that game, the first one enough, but it definitely feels its age. Mm -hmm. Like there, you know, like it's, there's parts of it, in my opinion, that don't, didn't really age very well. Um, but like overall, it's a great game. Um, but I'm just the way this new one looks and like just everything about it, it just looks so, so good. And I, I'm, I'm excited for the for that game as well to play that. Yeah, Psychonauts 2 looks really good. I think I didn't like this deep dive. I think oh, it was you didn't? Okay. I think it was too informative and it yeah. jumped around so many so many places. Just like what is the plot of this game? You know, yeah. I think he I think uh what's his name could have kept it simple. Um mm -hmm. You know, like give us some gameplay ideas. Give us like one land or a, like kind of like a quick synopsis of what the plot is, and then move on. Uh, I, th I think that was, I, I, I feel like I, I think that was an unknowingly um, glimpse into how his mind works. Mm -hmm. Like that, there's just a lot of this crazy stuff, like you know, going on up in his head that that he's thinking of. That I think he just. Cause I understand from a point where I like, I'm, I'm very much like that too, where I can be when I'm thinking of things, I can yeah. be very scatterbrained and don't always present everything in the, in the order like that, I that it maybe need to when I'm talking about or tell, you know, telling a story about something or whatever. 
And so I think I think that was more of just probably maybe just like him kind of, you know, like just really having that passion of him being able to talk about what this game is and stuff. But, and, and, and but I, and I do I, I do get what you're saying though. Like that, yeah, it was like he would be he would be getting you really interested in this part of the game, but then uh, he'd be on to the next, and it's like, well, wait, but what about? <laughs> and, and, but I, I think part of I it think, might be to throw you off too. He don't want to tell you too much. <laughs> I think he's trying. I think uh, he's trying to make up uh, so much lost time with the delays, yeah, and like not being really able to talk and reveal this game. I yeah. think he decided to be like, okay, we're going to give you a lot of information uh, for this. And it's just like, you, and that's cool that you're giving us information, but you should have made this a quick summary of what is the plot, what new techniques you're going to um, showcase or yeah. let us know. Maybe demo a world and then call it quits. I'm like... Yeah. You jumping around trying to explain what everything is is not necessary. People are going to yeah. drown out because they're going to feel like that they already know the game, and it would, yeah. it kind of felt at a point that like, dude, you're spoiling so much of the game just by talking and showing things off. Um, yeah. uh, I think so. I I think I think that at the same time though, I think there was part of him that like was kind of hinting that even though he was saying all this stuff that there's still so much more to it that that he didn't really talk about like because i i mean all that information that you would want to know was there but yeah it was like you just really have to pay attention to what he's saying but but yeah because like i mean they talk about like you know like it sounds like there's a there's a couple of like like there's an ongoing thread but but there's some big events that happen throughout so it's not like one particular event it's it's a it's multiple events happening one after the other but mm-hmm. i think i think that's probably maybe part of partially why it was so like kind of felt a little jumbled is i think i think he didn't you know i didn't say an too much on certain things yeah um, because he doesn't want to doesn't want to give away how how all these things that seem like they have nothing to do with one another all do have something to do with but one this another. is the problem with it he did say uh for tim Schaefer, did say that the stuff that he was talking about interconnects with what's going on in the gang so mm-hmm. what what you think is not part of the reason why things are happening. It really is. And it was just like, that's great. That's good to know that you're making a connection, but we should have been able as players to find that out on ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of, cause I feel like that, yes, as much as I'm going to play it and enjoy it, it would have been cool if I could experience this game when I pick it, when I buy it and put it in and play it or for game pass members download it and play it like i will i want to understand but i want to understand on my own terms yeah. uh, or crappy hand or just enjoy because i i know you're trying he's trying to I, like i said earlier trying to make up for all the delays and stuff but um there's a way to make a presentation that could be short simple and to the point yeah. um and video form not yeah. I, I not the not this kind of way to do it. Like I know yeah. it's a deep dive, but it feels like more for a deep spoiler. 
Fair enough. Yeah, I, luckily in my brain, I won't I won't remember any anything he said by the time it comes out. So it'll all be new to me. <laughs> all right. So that leads us to our final topic. Now, this has been something that has been kind of going around on the internet lately. I I contemplated even talking about it because honestly, for me, I just. I don't know. I, I think it's a good discussion to have. So let's yeah. so go ahead. So go ask yeah. the question, Jesse. I think it's a good okay. discussion to have. Okay. Yeah. So so uh Starfield came up and there is now 100% no denying Starfield is exclusive to the platforms that 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 uh Microsoft can be found on. You know, Game Pass uh, PC, things like that, uh, Xbox, obviously. Um, so, and we got got uh, a little apology letter from some of the people at so, Bethesda. So, yeah. Pete, so Pete Hines, uh, yeah. he's the marketing head of Bethesda, came out and apologized hey, to Bethesda about you know not being able to bring Bethesda games to their platform but if they want to play them they need to, you got to be a, you got to come to the Xbox film you got to get an Xbox one or Series X or you can play it on PC um but yeah. it or, sounds or like on your yeah game pass game you can pass. play it yeah. now you can play it on your oh, on Xbox. your 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 old Xbox if you still have an old Xbox right you know like so, there's there's a million ways to play it so 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 um he understood the frustration and which i don't understand um yeah. but you know it was kind of, he was just reiterating and saying you know yes i'm sorry playstation owners that uh you guys will only get death loop and that'd be it um but from now on our games are going to be on the microsoft platform well, death loop and then what's the other game that's it. Deathloop is the only one. I thought there was two games. That... It's. I think it's the Indie. I think they're doing Indiana Jones. I think Bethesda's doing Indiana Jones. There's um, Deathloop, and then there's there's another game though that I thought they were doing nope. for them Mm-mm. that was exclusive. Nope. I think Deathloop and Indiana Jones because um, everything else came out. Doom Eternal came out. Um. Uh, and that was Doom Eternal was like the last major game that came out from Bethesda, uh, that hit every all the platforms. Even Switch, but Switch got theirs late. Um, Switch got theirs the following year because we just got it this year for it. Yeah. Um, Deathloop was is going to be the last game that's going to be pretty multi-platform. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop are the two games that, yeah, they're, they're both of planning. those were only for for uh, PlayStation, PlayStation, and they they're still only for PlayStation. Okay, so so, so yeah, I mean, okay. well, not only for PlayStation, but they're timed exclusive for for, for PlayStation. Okay, yeah. I, I I thought Ghost, I thought the Ghost one was going to be multi-platform because I couldn't remember if it was exclusive or anything because they haven't yeah. shown much from it. Um, it's a, which um, which is fine. So this is my this is my thing about it. Um, I felt like this was a waste of time. Pete Hines didn't have to come out and apologize 
for this. And the reason why I'm saying he didn't have to apologize because you could have did this when the Xbox, when the announcement came out that Microsoft brought Xenomax. You mm-hmm. had enough time. It's been almost, it, it, it's been probably what, seven or eight months after the purchase of it, when even after it's been finalized, you had time to come out and say something. The I don't know who in the PlayStation community was frustrated or complaining when everybody was celebrating this, even PlayStation fans. Only only thing yeah. that certain PlayStation fans had was, are we going to get any other games? Uh, are there going to be some exclusive games? Because they see what Microsoft did with Nintendo and how it got Minecraft Dungeon and how it got cut well not cuphead because that's not a microsoft uh game um but ori like ori 2 in a sense um how microsoft is allowing some games still to be on the nintendo platform yeah um but but and but that's part of that though is because nintendo nintendo you know like like nintendo has been you know some for some people surprisingly welcoming and in you know working with working with microsoft and Mm -hmm. you know and and microsoft like did you know offer to to work with uh with playstation and trying to get you know they wanted to to make make the the um, minecraft games you know be able to people be able to play with whoever they want to uh no matter what console or pc or whatever they're playing it on they wanted to be able to make it so those games could continue to move forward get you know get the free updates and and be able to you know people to be able to play with their friends you know mostly a lot of a lot of kids and stuff who you know, like what console they have at home depends on what their parents are willing to get for them or what their parents already have. And, you know, and Microsoft, like, you know, said, hey, we wanted to do this. And, you know, would you guys be interested in and in letting us do this? And, you know, and right off the bat, Sony said, no, the, 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 we don't want, we don't want to do that. And so that's kind of where, in a way, you know, like Sony kind of burned that bridge with them. And, but the, I mean, and I mean, now you know, like Microsoft moving forward is just working with with the people who are willing to work with them. What I mean, Microsoft you know, is still they, working with Sony for some of their cloud yeah. technology, but for yeah. game wise, game wise, yeah, game game wise, I can see with the with some of the features. So yeah, yes, it is more welcoming on Nintendo's platform. Than Microsoft, I think with the Bethesda thing, with with P. Hines coming out and saying something, I don't know how many PlayStation fans are frustrated by this, you know. And it and I we talked about this earlier, like past few past months, that you know Microsoft needs Bethesda uh to help their product line to help the mm-hmm. visibility and get systems out. Bethesda needs Microsoft because their games haven't been hitting. 
But that's a, a Doom Eternal got outdone by Animal Crossing, regardless yeah. of the pan, if there was a pandemic or not. It still got outdone. Even when the pandemic's over, Animal Crossing is still in the top 10 of stuff. Yeah. Doom, well, Doom, and, but and, Doom, you know, and the thing, you know, the thing I just really wanted to mention quick too is like, like I understand that now that they've been multi platform and, you know, like mm-hmm. being on console is just a normal thing now. Um, but you still like people still got to remember like Xbox is the main reason that they even took that step into going on consoles in the first place. And like a lot of those games that they made were exclusive to the Xbox console for quite well, some time. Well, th- th- that was the thing about about Bethesda going going way back to the original Xbox because they had and another the Scrolls game. And well, 360, even, they even, got stuff. Even too. before 360, I'm just talking about the original yeah. Xbox. Mm-hmm. Bethesda was only putting stuff out on PC. So when yep. it came to Bethesda, when it came to consoles, Bethesda was only supporting one platform, and that was Microsoft. When it came to 360, that's when they decided to do Sony stuff. Sony didn't get. Sony was on top of the world with the PlayStation 2 while Xbox was out and didn't get anything from Bethesda. Microsoft was supporting that. So yeah. it just only makes sense that even now that since Bethesda came out and Microsoft been supporting them so much, them being them not putting their games on PlayStation, you know, yeah, it's this it's more disappointing to fans than it is frustrating. The thing about people gotta realize is that Bethesda uh Xenomax in total. Because I'm, I, I'm just going to call them Z in total. Their games have been hit and miss. Their games been a hit with Skyrim. It's been a hit with Doom. Even Doom for even Skyrim and Doom shocked Bethesda or Zenimax when it came to Switch. And I'm, I'm not because I'm adding that because I'm trying to go through a timeline. But then Wolfenstein 2 came out. It went silent. Wolfenstein Youngbloods came out. Went silent. Fallout 76 came out was a disaster. Fallout now, 4. Now it's big. Now like it's now, big. Now it's big because they've fixed a lot of it. But right. yeah, it's... Don't, Fallout 4 came out and killed, killed Rise of the Tomb Raider, but it only sold well more on PC than it did console. And everybody stopped talking about that game. And people were just like, okay, I get it. I know what this is about. And don't forget, Fallout 4 had built up, built up hype. Dishonor, as good as it was, Dishonor 2 went nowhere. The DLC for Dishonor 2 went nowhere. Prey came out. Nobody talked about it or barely played it. So it was just like Bethesda, them, Zenimax themselves, they have great, they had all of these games out, but they're so up and down, hit and, hit and miss. You don't know if their games are going to be a consistent thing or if it's going to be just there, in a sense. Sony has been crushing it with their first party mm-hmm. over over Microsoft. You know, Bethesda has... But the last game of the year that Bethesda has was, Elder, uh, um, was Skyrim. They have never, after Skyrim, hit game of the year. Sony has been killing it with game of the years, with nominations and with wins. So Microsoft is yes, they got Bethesda, but they need but they gotta make sure that Bethesda gives them the games that's going to make them 
uh, that's going to bring in the players, that's going to bring in uh, people to the service, that's going to want, that's going to highlight and showcase what what Bethesda and Microsoft can do teaming up. But the, Zenimax and Bethesda and Microsoft are in a proving position because this is the same thing that happened with Rare after Nintendo sold it. You got yep. with a big company and now you got to prove all of that. But Rare wasn't proving anything because Kamiko came uh or Cameo came out, whatever it is, and that didn't do so well. Mm-hmm. You know, and so Microsoft so Microsoft and Zenimax got a lot to prove. Sony PlayStation fans are, shouldn't be have shouldn't have to worry when you already got strong first party um, yeah. developers. You guys got Insomniac. Microsoft would kill to get Insomniac. Why? Because Insomniac been hitting nines and tens. The lowest that they probably hit was the, there was another game, Infuse, that I didn't that I that I didn't know. You know. And that's been the lowest thing. And it's, don't forget, Insomniac did the same thing that Bethesda did when it first started out. They was only supporting one platform, and that's always been Sony PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So it's so. What is there to be mad about? I, what is there to be frustrated about? You guys got you guys got Sony PlayStation has the Last of Us Part Two that has won the multiple awards. Like I said earlier, Skyrim has Skyrim was the last award for Bethesda. Microsoft hasn't had any Game of the Year nominations or awards for years, so they need they need Bethesda to uh, or Zenimax to produce some great content. We see some we see four great games be announced for uh, from Bethesda. Now it's called Bethesda. From Bethesda, that's coming out with Redfall being the main lead of it. Redfall got more attention than Starfield, and they're still trying to sell Starfield. If you if you check Twitter right now, you will see the Starfield Twitter page still trying to show that promo, but everybody's still talking about Redfall. That tells you something about Microsoft and Bethesda as a company. If someone is talking about if someone is talking about one game over the other that has been hyped for years after its first showing, that tells you something. If more people are interested to play Redfall than they are interested in playing Starfield, that speaks volumes. And what's well, going to happen? I, I don't. I don't know about that. I think the thing. I think the the thing is is right now, like there isn't. You don't. We don't know a whole lot about Starfield. Yes, quite yet. That, that is that is that is you know true, that's but... the thing we there's time there's plenty of time for hype for that game but but yeah i think i think it's just you know like and... that's the thing is some people pick certain things out that you know like sometimes people don't expect i mean that's just how the way things go but i i think it might be in my twitter page i don't it may be in yeah. your suggest well and i mean after, honestly after... the thing the thing is is like i mean starfield has been dominating the the you know like the the news and media and stuff like that. I I I could tell you right now I have not seen that much stuff. I, I I guess I'm I'm looking at this because that Sunday after we watched E3, so much stuff about Redfield, uh, Redfall, Redfield came out, especially with the black character and her <laughs> hair and her purse and stuff. People were doing artwork. People was just like, "This is the character I'm playing." They was talking more about Redfield than they were at then Starfield. <laughs> Red see, yeah. I'm sorry, getting my stuff messed up. Yeah, but, see, for, but, for me, I like mine were mostly that, like, yeah, they they found that interesting and stuff, 
but no one was really you know like i mean it, the all it was was just you know cgi stuff that that For, but, didn't but, really that was just setting a narrative but it it do, didn't say anything about the game whatsoever like and that know. and that's the same thing with starfield it was a cgi um, well, that, that was, some of that was actually, that was in trailer, there, that was in engine stuff. I that think was, they didn't say. No, they, no, that was, that was in engine. I'm going to have to look at, I'm going to have to look at it that again. That was in engine. I said I'm going to have to look at it again. I'm not trying to argue with you. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying, but, I, I'm i just saying like, it, that was if, in engine. Right, that was, but it even looked if it, amazing. But even if it was in engine, no one is talking about it on like I said on my Twitter page on my Twitter line. Nobody is talking about yeah, I don't, it. They're talking I don't about. Go, yeah, I don't go by what but, my but Twitter was, says either. And, but you, but I'm going, I'm going about that because of what the impact of that trailer has done. And that speaks volumes that when you have a big name company and that's the impact of it, it kind of tells you that if something that is, if yes, they're both new IPs, but if one is speaking over the other, that tells you which one is more impactful. I, I talk a lot about Nintendo. Yes, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can say that. Um, but Breath of the Wild and Metroid Dread, they're both getting talked about over all that, over all that stuff, and they're going, they're going to talk about equal. I would love to see Starfield and Redfield to be talked about as much as Metroid and Zelda is right now. Yeah, I think, I think just a lot of the, you know, a lot, a lot of people's uh, hype levels are are kind of like just staying, staying lower on on those, like some of that stuff for right now because we need to see more you know like yeah like i like i said to you like i you know everyone kind of goes through their picking you know like who won e3 and all that kind of stuff and i absolutely loved nintendo's and i loved microsoft's you know like you know no question those those were the best things the only reason i pick microsoft's over is because they just had a lot more that they had to prove yeah, and they I had, feel yeah. like the 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 majority of people leaving, you know, after finishing the Microsoft one, have have kind of been able to to drop some of that that worry and stress a little bit because they they proved they proved to us that we're going to have games and yeah. soon, you know, and so like yeah, I think I think some of that stuff. Cause yeah, I've 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 heard mixed mixed stuff on all of that. I, there's people that weren't interested this even the slightest in in Redfell, and but you know like absolutely are looking forward to Starfield and wondering because like and I I keep, I need to look up the name of this game because it's been bothering me for the last couple of days and I keep forgetting to do it, but I. You know, like there's talk about like the the spaceship stuff, the flying and and Starfield, like that you're gonna actually it's gonna be almost like flight simulator, where you're <laughs> gonna have to flip switches because they said like the all the switches and buttons and stuff that are on your yeah. on your uh, dashboard in that game, all of them can be do something like they actually do something. They're not just there for visual. So like there's a game though that I played uh this year last year 
that was very similar to that, where there is a whole area where in order to be able to take off, there's all these checklists of things that you had to be able to do before your rocket would would take off. And I wonder if they're going to do something like that. Who in knows? That game. So like there's there's been a lot of talk about like things like that and and like, you know, like what you know, like how how what is the gameplay of this game gonna be like? Is it gonna literally be like a you know, like like Elder Scrolls in space or you know, or are they gonna do, you know, more like I've you know, I've heard a lot of talk about you know, all the all the stuff that's been on this show, but but yeah, I mean I I think my my ears are just kind of listening for stuff a little bit more. Like because I don't I don't I haven't focused much on any of the other consoles, you know, lately because I just, you know, hosting this show, I just want to make sure I'm not missing. And that's and that's understandable. And I, I just I, I think what I'm just saying when it comes to Pete Hines just apologizing, I just feel like personally for me, you don't have to apologize. And even if you yeah. did, it's too late. Like yeah. the, the Sony fan base has moved on. You got your congratulations. We knew that this well, was we'll gonna happen. Right. We knew I mean, we'll but see. we are we knew we knew what was gonna we knew what was happening. So yeah. what what is what is Sony gonna be what does Sony fan uh fans are gonna miss? Because the thing about because the thing about it is they got some top tier first party games that's the- coming. That's, no, and... that's that's not the point though is i think the problem is is some of some of these people the people that are complaining not you know like obviously not the majority of people who prefer you know playstation over xbox but these these loud minority of of people are are just like they've been so spoiled they've had everything they've gotten like you know so many games on playstation you know every like all the time and they're all like these big hits and stuff like that that when something good or something that's you know that a lot of people are talking about or clamoring about that isn't on their console they're like well i want that too like i gotta have it all I, I should be able to have this and that and this, and, you know, like they photo like or not photo. They review bombed, you know, Astral Chain because they didn't get their way. It wasn't Astral Chain. It wasn't yeah, Astral Chain. That, yeah, it was. It, yes, it was. How did they bomb Astral Chain? It, I thought it was Bayonetta 2. They did it. No, nope. no, nope. it was Astral Chain. There's a whole there's a whole uh, article on it. About did they do the, Astral Chain and Bayonetta? They, they, they did i think they have any games that they wanted on playstation that that weren't on playstation i think I, there's groups of people who've review bombed those games because I they know, were mad that they couldn't have it i know so, it was I, bad, know. I know it was bayonetta too because that was a wii u exclusive yeah yeah so i i Astral know they was... Chain was that was a that was a big one because i remember when that was when that got announced, when Astral Chain got announced, and didn't nobody it know the, it? It was the, it was the same thing as like like what happened with Starfield. Like like in the media, there was talk about you know people being upset and them wanting you know wanting demanding that that game come to PlayStation, and and then then it came out, and then that's when they're they they had. Uh, they had like one of the, just like this one of the guys one of the creators of Astral Chain had to uh, had said something 
to the community of PlayStation, you know, fans and stuff about why it wasn't coming to to PlayStation and, you know, and like having to deal with that mess, you know, kind of like this. I I just I just don't get it because, you know, like you said, like PlayStation and like I said, PlayStation has so many franchises that are okay, massive. Okay, I see I see where the story. Do you want yeah. to know why? I, okay, so let me tell you why I thought it wasn't Astro Chain um, for it. Um, well, don't because, you remember when Astro Chain was getting getting review bombed? Like that was a big deal. It was. It was. I think it was. I think it. I don't. I probably missed the story that it was getting review bombed because yeah. of when it. It was such a new IP that even Nintendo fans, we no one knew what it was when it came out. We didn't know that Nintendo and Platinum was doing this at all. And Nintendo, I, I think Nintendo paid for this, for them to make a game for them. So yeah. it was just like, how is this getting review bombed when I thought it was Bayonetta 2 because it was an exclusive? And they were, and people. That, I mean, that's possible that happened too. Because but... I wonder if I wonder if it was Astro Chain the reason why Metacritic changed their yeah. policy. Yeah, they had to because remember they had to, like something was going on with it, and then that that had that game was getting review bombed, mm-hmm. and then they they found out you know like people were piecing together and and the creator you know having gotten so many like i'm sure death threats and everything you name it that that you know stupid people like to do uh when they can't have something like just doing the he was getting you know messages and constantly about you know it not coming why it wasn't coming to playstation and then yeah he eventually had uh said something but they did have to do something I think they they tried to clear out all the the uh, reviews that were just people uh, just bombing it and just because they were mad just to give it a one star and trying to fix the rating on it because mm-hmm. I remember that was kind of the you know that was a thing for a little while there and then they they moved on it I think pretty quickly though See, to try this to is, fix that. So this is the conflicting thing because there are people. Saying that Astro Chain, I'm just looking at YouTube, that it got review bombed by PlayStation and Xbox owners. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's possible that there's some Xbox players who did, but like I said, like we're so used to not getting everything that we want. Mm-hmm. Like I've, like I just don't, I don't get it. Like I don't hear that kind of stuff. Like you know from people who who play on xbox like we you know like i just know that some consoles get exclusives that's just the way it works like and 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 yes i agree and it's it it literally depends on who's paying for it and what the deal is because astro chain is a whole different thing nintendo put a a budget for a game to be made versus Xbox and Marco, Xbox and Sony putting a marketing budget for a game that's already in development. That's two yeah. different things. So you can't be mad at Nintendo because they pay for a game that is coming to your platform. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad at Microsoft and Sony if they paying for the marketing. Marketing costs a lot. Yeah. You got to do it. Well, like, 
like oh, we you know we're finally getting all the um you know like a bunch of the final fantasy games and all that stuff on xbox you know like sony's sony paid for the exclusivity deal of the the next uh couple of of the uh the final fantasy games or or at least the final fantasy 7 add-on stuff and then the new final fantasy game are only going to be on playstation but you know like that's They've, you know, they've always worked closer with Sony, so it does. That's not surprising to me, right? You know, and so like I, yeah, the the main reason, like you know, obviously bringing all this up just to kind of, I I want to kind of just wrap this up a little yeah. bit, but like it just, you know, like I I understand that, you know, like if you really like a franchise and then it it goes somewhere else or or whatever like you know that that happens and and i'm not saying that people you know can't be bummed about it but but it it just in my opinion it's it's just kind of foolish to to you know be told these things you know this stuff is happening you know like you've got at some point you've just got to let it go like it's it just and it's, it's it is what it is, and it, like I said, Microsoft is making it so easy. It's not even so it's not, easy to play. It's it. not it's not even that that's making it easy. I, me and LeBron talked about this. Folks are going to complain about something, and then when the product comes out, all those complaints go away. Months after the product is out, the complaints are not there anymore. This happened to the. Sorry, I know you about the end. We're about to end it, but this happened. You remember Far? Okay, Far Cry Five. You remember and all those people complained about that game, saying it's political and Nazis and all, all of that political. Well, that's mess. happening with six now too. Well, yeah, yeah. that's happening. Yeah, the game came out. You had a chance to play. You had a chance to pick it up and still say what you said. Far Cry Five came out and not one word. Not one. You did this whole complaining for almost two months about this game in a negative manner, and you had a chance to come out and say something after the game came out, and you said nothing. Yeah. Not talking about you, but people who were co- yeah. people who were complaining, and the people who were listening were complaining were people who don't play video games. So you had a chance to go get you an Xbox Series, not Series X. You had a chance to go get you a X. You had a chance to go get a PS4 Pro. You even had you had a chance to build a PC and have a chance to play this game, so you could speak your piece and say how right you were, and you said nothing. Yeah. So Jakob, so Sony fans who are frustrated that Bethesda got played some games, guess what? Microsoft has made it easier for you to play it. You don't even have to pick up not one bit of an Xbox. Become a PC player and play the game there. Put put, put your fifteen dollars a month right there. Play on your tablet. Play on your phone on the go. It's right there. You have you have, and you can still hook up your PlayStation Five controller to play the game. So. Uh-huh. What are yeah. you? So, what is going to be the frustrating thing about it? Because, hey, this is the thing that we in the Wii U era. This is what happened to us when we didn't get ready any third-party games. Yeah. Even after we told those companies that we would buy the game and support them, we were yeah. ignored. Yeah, and and you know, and like, and just to kind of wrap it up, to like, I think, I think the one thing you know, too, is 
I feel like, you know, I could be wrong, but I feel like these same people that are complaining that that Bethesda games aren't coming to the PlayStation are the same people who have been clowning Xbox for years because they don't have exclusives. <laughs> so so you're going to you can't you can't both clown them for not having exclusives and get mad when they have exclusives. Have exclusives. <laughs> like it doesn't. That defeats like, the purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they're doing what essentially the 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 masses of people who have been you know talking down Xbox. They're trying to do what you said they needed to do. And now you can't be mad about it. And guess what? And guess what? PlayStation fans who are frustrated, you should have told Sony that they needed to buy Bethesda, Zenimax. You should have told uh, Sony to put all that money down to get them. But guess what? Sony doesn't have that money because, as it was reported, PlayStation Four was keeping the business open. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's and that's another thing. But I, I just don't. It all comes back again to, I think Bethesda has always been a better fit on the Xbox. And because it's mostly, you know, like more, it's more of a PC thing. Like, like Bethesda games have always appealed to the more PC uh, community and stuff like that. And a lot of the PC community are also Xbox, you know, adopters. And, and I want to give a shout uh, before you go. I want to give a shout out to all the PlayStation fans who haven't not complained yeah. or anything, who know that even though celebrated they celebrated with the rest exactly. of us. It's like when, like I, you know, I was happy to see that, you know, that we're getting more, uh, more exclusive stuff on PlayStation. Like we, we should all as a community be excited that these consoles have stuff to offer because I do want to eventually get a PS five and I want to have stuff for that PS five, you know, like I, right now I have a PS four pro, like I'll be able to play some of that stuff. Luckily, you know, until I can, can get one, but, but like, you know, like we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be mad when, when companies get to, you know, show off cool things that, that they have for their consoles, like you know, exactly. it's... and the and the Xbox community celebrated Sony when they brought Insomniac. So why and 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 not one Xbox fan has complained that they're not getting Ratchet and Clank, not yeah. one. Most yeah. of some of the Xbox fans went and got a PlayStation Five or 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 have one, yeah, or have one so they can play Ratchet and Clank. They're enjoying it, yeah. and they're still a it's still not... big Xbox Xbox fan. Yeah, Go ahead. It's... It's yeah, it's about you know, like that's the thing is like the diversity of of the consoles is what what's appealing, I think, to most people. And you know, like Microsoft is trying to work on on having more, you know, diverse things to offer people, you know, just like PlayStation is trying to do, and just like uh Nintendo is trying to do. They're they want to have you know, like Nintendo is trying to get, you know, a way for some of these bigger games to be played on theirs, right? Like doing the whole cloud gaming stuff on theirs, 
with some of these games that can't, you know, run technically on it. But but all that stuff is, you know, like they're welcoming that stuff because the whole idea of is they want to have a diverse games and things to choose from. And sometimes that means you're going to have to get a different console than than the one that maybe you you have chose to be your main or whatever. So yeah. it's, you know, like it just like. Like, I, you know, like we've been saying since the beginning is I just I'm ready for for some all out just good, you know, competition in the gaming world again, because. You know, let's face it. Microsoft is, has, you know, ha- has not had much, much uh, to put up for competition. You know, like they, they, you know, like they've been doing what they can. You know, Game Pass and and things like that is really was like one of the first things to help dig them out. But you know, now they're they're finally a healthy company again, and and I'm just looking forward to all this. You know, like just seeing some good fun uh, games and and getting some, you know, like some push to to be more competitive and come up with cooler ideas and and things like that. You know, so Xbox, you know, this year is just alone is is going to be exciting, and yeah. uh, and I'm sure it's it. You're gonna have plenty of things to play on PlayStation. You're gonna have plenty of things to play on Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's no reason to get for people. And I know it's not the majority of people, but there's just no, no reason to get upset and attack things, and you know, and it's... review bomb things just because you're not getting your way. That that doesn't help, help the, the help industry nothing. at all. It wrecks it... the industry completely. They, the people who make it against don't care if they see good sales. They could be, be, be you bomb all you want. They got the sales, you know. Yeah. And and that's why I, what I like about some of the PlayStation community is that they almost felt like me that you don't have to apologize. That's yeah. cool that you're making exclusive stuff for them. You know, it's uh, to me personally, I feel like there's a small percentage of people who are frustrated about it. Yeah. I can understand, but you'll it'll pass. You'll get some great games that Microsoft will never be getting. Yeah. So, well, don't... and I, and I want to say I think there's, you know, like they're still, they're still supporting stuff, you know, too. That's that's out on other consoles. Like I think. I think they're still going to continue to support Elder Scrolls Online yeah. uh, for PlayStation and stuff like that, too. So, like, I mean, you know, it's not like they're just completely, you know, just saying goodbye, you know, to to anyone who's supported them on other consoles. They're they're trying, you know, they're doing that. Them and Microsoft are doing as much as Sony will let them do, you know, exactly. You know, like they they will support it. They will support it as long as they're they've gotten the okay to continue supporting those games that you've already bought. You know that are continuing. Um. So yeah, I you know like that's the thing is like nothing nothing about this really, in my opinion, has been like you know dirty or or you know feel felt like a, like it was any kind of you know, like wrongdoing being done in this. I, I just, you know, I don't quite understand the the anger and the disappointment. So, <laughs> but, 
All right. I think we'll we'll wrap wrap up the show. That was a good excu- uh, discussion, but like you know, I just hey, it's... I I can't wait to give my Series X and play these games. I can't wait to give my PlayStation Five and play these games. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you know, like <laughs> and, like we... Nitty already got me broke. <laughs> and Xbox <laughs> yeah. and Play Xbox and PlayStation, good Google Moogie they won't have me broke, man. I. I need my Series X now, dude, because I want to play that Forza 5 Horizon. Uh, Forza yeah. Horizon 5. Yeah. Good, good, man. That game looks gorgeous. Yeah. It is just like, yeah, I, oh. <laughs> uh, like hearing so many people talking about the uh, the scene uh, that, you know, like where they had a, the still frame. Yeah. And then everyone just thought that that was just a picture of something. But then all of a sudden you see the car drive out and you realize <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's the, game. the game. And people are just like, holy shit. <laughs> exactly, because it's just like, cause like I said, Forza Horizon 4 looks beautiful. You didn't, I did not expect for it. Because this is the same engine, one of their old engines, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I didn't expect them to like bring out this kind of look and graphics. So yeah. it's going to be, because it may literally... This may be Microsoft's Game of the Year nomination because it looks so good and if it plays so well, man, and it looks funny too with the bowling stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I know we need to go. We have to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. There's plenty more to talk about. Well, I I kind of want to touch on next week too about um some stuff with Flight Simulator and all that as yeah. well. So a little little tease for next week, yeah, because we got we got some good information for that. I kind of. Now I'm kind of wishing I would have uh, put that on there too, because uh, I'm looking forward to it. But I, I think I'm the only one, <laughs> the only one really, <laughs> of us three at least. So, but yeah, all right. So, so we'll we'll throw up the X because we're about to exit. You guys have a good week. Good week. Bye, everybody. Good day. Good year. Whatever it is. <laughs> E3, yes. Yeah. Xbox. We yes. got games finally. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye everybody. Bye.